Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart. Hey, did I get your attention? We're doing something special for the next month. We're going to focus on now business. Like how do you generate income today, right now? My name is Jesse Zagorski. You probably know me as one of the regular hosts here, producer of the Agent Power Huddle. I'm also a broker associate with eXp. And what I keep hearing over and over again is agents that truly need to shift their business. The market shifted, they need to shift and they got to close the deals today. And so whether you're a brand new agent this series is for you. Experienced agent, this series is for you. It doesn't matter. Agent on a team, team leader, we're going to give you strategies and techniques to figure out how to scale and grow your business to close deals today. Not in the future, not tomorrow, today. This is what we're focusing on all month, the techniques, the strategies you need. So welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Good morning, everybody. Autumn, were you going to um, do your thing first? Uh, do what thing? Oh, I thought you did an introduction. (laughs) (laughs) It's all you. Go ahead. Okay, cool. Good morning, everybody. I have to tell you, it's a little early for me, (laughs) but I'm here and I'm going to share my, um, my buyer presentation. And we do, we do things a little differently because I'm in Laguna Beach. You know, they call it the bubble. It takes like an hour and a half to get anywhere. And I, I lead a team. So usually I'm on my computer and my team agent is at the property or with the buyers. So I'll share my screen. Let me get over there. Let me know when you can see it. We can see it. Awesome. It's in Google Slides, which we use, you know, because it's so easy to share. Um, I'm, I um, changed my team name from Patty Gregor Real Estate to Haven Realty Group to kind of keep all my team agents on a level playing field. So if they go to a listing presentation, the people aren't like, well, why isn't Patty here? You know, so it kind of eliminates that. So my whole thing on like all my videos is wanting people to feel confident in the process because especially first time buyers, they have no idea how this all works. And even if people haven't bought in like 10 years, they still, you know, it, it changes so dramatically. And I want them to have fun and have as much, you know, as less stress as possible. I tell people, if you have questions in the middle of the night and it's keeping you up, text me, we'll, we'll handle it in the morning. So we just go through our slides. Oops, wrong one. And we start with their why. So we really want to start the conversation and dive deep into creating a buyer strategy. And just learn about the people and create that, create that relationship. This is probably going to go really fast. <laughs> okay, your win. So are they wanting to make a move now or later? So um, I have Katie Core, which I love because I'm, a, I'm really surprised how many people are searching on my site. Um, and we try to get them off the MLS. And I, you know, I tell them there's so much junk on Zillow and Trulia because we still have low inventory. And if you can explain about that, like I tell my clients, don't, don't even send me Zillow listings. They're, you know, they're, what you see on my site is legit active listings. And then um, if they're three to 12 months out, we'll set them up with an automatic search so they get listings in real time from either the MLS or my site. My site only does it once a day, but on the MLS, it can be real time. So that, that's a big plus. And I tell them we want to keep an eye on their neighborhood. So they're getting listings from me all the time. Um, I work with a lot of really good lenders. Everybody's got the two one buy down, the three two one buy down, the long term. But um, being able to connect self-employed and entrepreneurs is a big deal because they think they can't get a loan. I've had 
during COVID, uh, one client said, well, I'm not working at a store anymore. I'm, I'm an entrepreneur, self-employed. And, and we can tell them that's not a big deal. So the bank statement loans are coming back too. So Tracy Schmidt is an amazing, um, amazing lender. I don't know if, we, if you guys know her. She coaches under Krista as well. And she's, uh, and she's, I think she's licensed in over 30 states. And she's got every loan imaginable. Um, so then I provide them with a buyer's guide that's in the process of being edited right now. And then I also have my buyer concierge playbook, which is basically like Krista's buyer funnel. I just happen to have it in Linktree. And if you go to this link, it's not perfect right now because I started working with a new video editor and there's a little bit of a language barrier. So on one of them where it said, this was so funny, it said team agent. He said teenager. And then another one where it said Haven, it said Woodhaven. So that's being fixed. But it is a series of nine videos that walks them through the whole process. I also use this on my YouTube and I repurpose it as my smart campaign in KB Core for Buyer Drip. So you can pepper these videos with video text or emails, but do your video once and then, then it should go everywhere. So, but that's a really cool um, the link trees. It's free and easy. And then, of course, I have um, organizers. I have one that I like to say. She's like a really nice drill sergeant. She's awesome. And um, trusted handyman and contractors because, you know, people don't know where to start with that. So we're just here to support them. Oh, now this this is kind of new for me. So I have never asked for a buyer um, a signed representation agreement. But this kind of gives me the opportunity to do that. So during COVID, we got, we really fine tuned our process of finding off market properties and going after neighborhoods where our buyers wanted to live and weeding out those sellers. And because that takes a significant time and, and money, then we, it gives me the opportunity to ask for the buyer agreement. You know, we have all lost buyers to, oh, I went with the open house agent, which I'll get to. So that that kind of gives me a, a reason to work it in. Um, and then here again, a lot, so many buyers don't even know that they don't pay the commission. So that's always a yay. They're excited. And I have to tell you guys, I didn't watch anybody else's um, <laughs> buyer presentation because I didn't want to automatically assume mine was lacking. So I will watch theirs after the series is over and then probably implement some new strategies into mine. Um. Oh, and I missed the, the page where, man, gosh, I must have done something with it. I do have one page that says, why not go with a listing agent? Oh, Tyler. Hey, how are you? He has a question. Hey, I don't mean to interrupt. Sorry. No, good. And I'm coming in right in the middle. So you might have already covered this. Um, but I'm curious of a few things. Number one, um, we actually just transitioned to making our QR code on our sign a link tree. So that um, oh. all of our listings are right there on our link tree. Um, nice. I'm, I'm assuming then that you have multiple link trees because it's yes. branded, right? Because this is a buyer concierge. So my question is, number one, where do you place this link tree specifically in, in relation to your marketing pieces or signage? And then number two, do you have it pixeled? And if so, how is that working for you? I don't have a pixel in this, but I do put the link tree under the resources. And it's, I call it my buyer uh, concierge. 
Right. So, and like, where I, does someone find this though, specifically? Like, on your website or on a mailer, or like, where would they find it? We we put this on everything. So, our, when we do farm, because we 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 mix door knock postcards and and media. Yep. This is on a link. This is on a QR code. Okay. And it is on our um, our flyers when we're door knocking, and it is also on postcards that escrow is paying for, Perfect. which is awesome. So we're layering the door knocking with the escrow and, um, and Facebook. Okay. Gotcha. And then I would assume you probably have something similar for sellers. I'm working on it. It's not quite done. And I had to, I just started with this new video editor and I had to get through this one and kind of work out the, the issues. And I think my biggest thing, and if anybody goes, goes to the link tree to see that the language barrier has been the big, biggest issue. So I'm going to run them through rev before I send them to him so okay. I can make sure that the captions are right. Gotcha. Yeah. And that's, that's cheap and easy. It's the way we like it. Right. Exactly. Cool. Thank you. <laughs> so the, the slide I think I'm missing here is, um, and it is in the, um, the link tree is should you buy with the listing agent? And the example I use is if you had to go to court, would you use the same attorney? Cause that's basically what it is. And then, um, I like this approach. Are we a good fit? Because it's not just them choosing me. It's me choosing them. And I want them to know that. And I want to make sure that everybody is comfortable with the process. Because if we're not, it's going to be a mess. It's going to be horrible for everybody. If you're not all on the same page, if you're not a good fit. That's another reason I do a lot of video. Because people know me before, before we ever get started. Oh, there's everybody. Now I can see everybody. <laughs> Hi, Ed. I just told everybody I haven't watched everybody else's presentation because I know I would have picked mine apart and I didn't want to be in my head about it. So I'll watch them after. <laughs> so questions, comments, what are you guys doing? Do you, do you all have buyer presentations now? I have a question for you, Patty, if you don't mind. Yeah. Uh, has the Zillow you know, the class action lawsuit that's been percolating now for a few years, has that changed the conviction with which you say my services are free or have you altered what you say? Yeah, we're not allowed to say we're free. I preface that with we're not allowed to say we're free. <laughs> um, you know, but to, and, and, you know, this may change, too, because I know in Washington now they're. Um, it's not California. It's been an automatic that the seller pays the buyer's side commission, but in Washington, that's not the case. And I think that's something that's coming that we need to um, address. Yeah. Our, our MLS has the minute that lawsuit was filed three years ago, they started making changes from a position of fear, which has of right. course affected a lot of brokers. We, as on my team, we've always disclosed what we make and we have them sign agency agreements up front and all that stuff. So, doesn't really affect us it's just more in their face i guess um but yeah it's going to be interesting and i do believe like you just said it's going to travel around the country yeah i i think it is too okay somebody asked me to post the link tree let me grab it hunter's here hey hello patty i'm good morning how are you I'm still recovering from Las Vegas. I've had a two-day migraine. It finally broke at 4 a.m., so I'm, oh, I'm not no. really a human being, but I am here. 
Um, oh, sorry. I used to get them. I lived with migraines for a year and a half. That's it's no fun. This was my no. first one in a while. So really what I'm wondering is I've got some new agents on the call right now. And how would you best position, you know, why you need to have this first buyer consultation instead of just going directly to showing houses? We have a lot of eager beaver clients right now that just say, well, let's just go to the house, you know, and I would love to know what you do to encourage your team agents to get people in a in a seated area to actually focus on this type of presentation. I think the biggest thing is we won't take people out house shopping until they're pre-approved. So they're going to have to do their work. And the biggest thing, I, the reason I tell them is because if you're approved for $850 or say $750 and you're looking at homes at $850, you're going to be nothing but disappointed. So we want this to be fun and, and stress as stress-free as possible. So we want to make sure that they do the homework. And also, of course, I don't want to spend any of my agents' uh, spin their wheels in time showing property before we have full pre-approvals and we know exactly what they want. And it's funny because we all know this, a husband will want something and the wife will want something completely different. We need that out up front. <laughs> and oh how my that goodness, happens. absolutely. Yeah. So getting, start having that conversation and, and also it's going to give you so much insight into your clients when you hear the conversations between, between them. <laughs> you know, I want a craftsman. I want modern. You know, I, I want to I want some got, you know, the dog on the street. I want shiny penny. So it gives you a lot of insight when you sit down with people and same thing on the seller side and um, find out really what where where they are. Absolutely. Where do you have those meetings? I'm usually on Zoom or FaceTime, usually Zoom. And then my my team agent will be either with the client. Sometimes I meet with the clients if they're if they're local, but we work all over Southern California, which can be, you know, two and a half hour drive from me. So it's usually at their house. So the agents are yeah. generally at the client's house. Yes. OK. And, you know, even if you work with a partner, this is a good way to make you look bigger. Because it's not just you. So even if you don't have a team, you might partner with somebody when you're doing things like this. Same on the listing side. Patty, I'm really curious to hear more about the name change. How, how often or how long ago did you switch? Last, uh, I got approval mid and uh, like March of this year it took me nine months. The DRE kept saying, we didn't get it. We didn't get it. Then I sent it certified. And um, then I'm like, can you confirm you got it? No, we can't. They don't give a rip. Sorry, I almost cussed. <laughs> <laughs> they don't give a rip about it. It took me forever. But um, I really like the name, Haven Realty Group. I love the logo. And we came up with that in a team meeting. Have you noticed, you know, any significant changes either in team morale or in client uh, response? Not really. I had one friend say, you know, when people ask you weird questions and they don't respond, why did you change the name? And then she's like, oh, I'm like... <laughs> Right. And, but it is in, in, on an effort to, you know, like if my, I have some new agents, I um, took my car in for service about a month ago and I ended up having an anxiety attack because I ended up on the freeway accidentally in a mini Cooper convertible in the fast lane. And so I get to the dealer and I'm shaking like a leaf and the, and the guy, he's so sweet. He's like, you're okay. My wife gets anxiety. You're in a safe place. He was just wonderful. Two hours later, he's on my team. And he's <laughs> taking his test next month. <laughs> and he's so excited. 
And, but I want him to feel, and he's like my, he is at every meeting. He apologizes, you know, if he's late or whatever, he's just, he's just a great guy, but I, it, it empowers them to know they have a team behind them. And then if they don't know everything, they don't have to know everything, you know? And Jesse just sent me a guy that's actually not under us, but he wasn't getting supported. And Jesse told him, reach out to Patty. And now he's become a big part of my team as well. That's really cool. I love yeah, that. Yeah, the synergy is really good. I've just been considering, you know, I it was a no-brainer to name my team McKay because of my parents' clout in the industry. Um, okay. And so I've I've always... I've always hated it because I feel like I'm working hard to avoid demoralizing people who would rather have, you know, some other fun flag to wave. Um, and I, I make it okay with cool branding, but you know, I, you're the first person I've heard of in a while that said, yeah, I threw my name away and I went with something else. So it was just curious. I've always wondered what people do about their team names as well. Yeah. I felt really good about the, the transition and Haven, you know, it's a safe place. So that's an immediately a, a positive, positive thing for people. Right, right. We already have a haven in our area, but I okay. like your better. <laughs> so who else has, has, are you working on your buyer presentations? Do you have them already? It's too early and it's Monday. <laughs> I saw a lot of faces that just went buyer presentation. I just like a buyer. Right. <laughs> Uh, right. And, and with interest rates going up again, I, and uh, everybody's freaking out, but just educate your buyers about the two one buy down program. That's probably the best one. If they're long-term do the one, one and a half percent buy down and um, put them, put them at ease. I had somebody call me yesterday who used to be on my team and said, Patty, I'm pre-approved. I already identified a house and I want you to represent me. How cool is that? I had one of those last week. It was crazy. That's the best. That's why I love real estate. I put on Facebook. I'm like, thank you, Jesus, for my layoff. I spent 35 years in construction accounting. Thank you for the layoff because I love real estate. Okay, okay so people, question. go ahead. Um, how long is your buyer's consultations normally? And well, it's two questions. <laughs> and what's one thing that you feel like is really important that we should have in a buyer's consultation? Um, well, you saw how quickly I went through it, but it's, it's all about creating the conversations. And, um, I think we also don't know if what kind of learner we're talking to, whether it's visual or a statistics. So giving them, you know, KV core has an amazing presentation that's very interactive. So, you know, providing enough, like it, the buyer presentation has stats, it goes in at length. It's like, I don't know. It's like 12 pages. So we give them paper and we give them visual because you never know what kind of brain you're talking to. So I would say put as much in as you can, because the people like me are going to flip through stuff really quick and just see the overall. And then somebody else is going to sit and study it. Just position yourself as the expert. And then well, people no, are saying, go ahead. I was just going to say, I made a paper one last year for my team and I hardly ever use probably 90% of it, but I love watching my other agents use like more like 60 or 70% of it, just depending on the personality type that you sit down in front of. I am a 95D5I, which basically means I'm a sociopath. If you start talking me to me, if you start talking to me about a long-winded buyer presentation, you're going to get to page two, talk, start talking to me about your core values. I'm going to take you by the hand and say, honey, I don't give a shit. Please get to the point. <laughs> but if I have the highest IC personality, well, we're going to talk about trust and motivation for about 35 minutes. 
That's the perfect answer. I asked that because it's an agent that's in my office and I recently learned that his buyer's consultation is about three hours, whereas though mine is what? about probably 45 minutes at, at most. I don't Honey, like- you put me in a three-hour buyer presentation. You, me, we're not walking out of that room alive. We're done in 15 <laughs> minutes. I quit. Exactly. I wouldn't even agree to the. I wouldn't even agree to the appointment if somebody said I need fifth, uh, three hours. Yeah, but the thing is, I don't think he's telling these people that it's three hours because I asked him. I said, "What are you talking about for three hours? Like I can't talk that long. I don't know. He, Nobody he, wants he, to talk that long." I mean, yeah. I had a buyer presentation that took three hours once, but it was because there were two translators and three languages being spoken. I mean, it took a minute. <laughs> Adriana, you, you should suggest that individual take disc profiling training, because what he's doing is he is delivering the information as his personality reflects, and he's Mm -hmm. probably high C, which is sort of the engineering mind. And that means 75% of the people he meet with, he's turning off, he's turning off, right? Absolutely. Because, because, you know, a quarter of them are like Hunter and Patty, and a quarter of them are like me, I'm high I with secondary D. So Mm -hmm. I'll... I'll pat you on the shoulder and all that, but I also want to get out of there in about 30 minutes, not 15, (laughs) but three hours, man, he's blowing a lot of them out of the water with that. I don't know how he does it, but listen to my defense. He he gets a lot of listings. He's good with like cold calling, even though he talks a lot, but he gets, I don't know. He gets people that bite. So I don't know what he does or what he says, but he he talks a lot. And he, I mean, Hey, if he waxes poetically for two hours about how beautiful their house is and how pretty their kids are (laughs) and how smart they are, then maybe that's how he does it. I mean, you love bomb them enough. They'll buy almost anything. (laughs) <laughs> I've worked with a lot of high producers and and they they don't receive feedback like this very well. But then I point out to them, imagine how many more you would sell if you if you reduce the number of no's from 10 percent to 3 percent or whatever it is, you know. And I remember Jesse saying one day and this was like such a huge relief for me, bullet pointing emails, because that's how my brain works. And then let the people expand where they need to expand. So my prior presentation is very simple, but it creates the conversations and they're going to ask what they need to know. Yeah, I, I remember when Jerry said, Jesse said that and I was like, because I'll forget. I told my VA, I will forget to say, hi, how are you? I'm like, my brain's already running top speed. And, and so she just laughs at me now. <laughs> Addie, have you ever had anyone tell you that you sound aggressive in email because you don't send enough emojis? <laughs> I do like happy faces. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have like a preset list of emojis that I can get through. That way, people remember that I'm a human being. Right. <laughs> so, Patty, can you uh, send me a copy of your paper, buyer's uh, presentation? Put your email in the chat, Mike. Okay, if yeah. I can find the chat, I will. That uh, that goes for Sally's comment as well. All all four or five of these Monday presentations are going to be in the workplace group if you have access to it and also okay so i'll send it i'll send it to autumn so she'll have it yeah and and if you're not with the xp it'll be with uh in the agent power huddle um facebook group under the files and jessica you have your hand up yeah i was gonna ask do you have um something that you like to wrap up your um buyer presentation with or like a close that you like to use Gosh, or do you just, just kind of keep it organic oh, to like the person and the relationship? 
I'm very organic. I am. Um, oh, I'm writing down people's stuff. <clears throat> excuse me. You know, it's funny. My, my, I have a, <clears throat> excuse me, a team agent who was at Disney for 18 years. So he's very regimented and I'm very not, but we work really well together. But like, if you go to my YouTube, it's just me talking like my, my link tree videos. I just ramble it all off. And it took me a while to get comfortable with video, but I, this is funny. When I first started, I did 31 days in May years ago, why we love Laguna Beach. I sucked in the beginning. By the end, I didn't care and I was having fun. And then somebody in the, in the Ralph's parking lot, I hear them call my name. My wife and I watch your videos. So just uh, for me, it's very organic. And, yeah. and it, it weeds out people. Like I said, at the end, are we a good fit? It weeds out people that I'm not a good fit with. And then Absolutely. by the end, then they know me, you know, like Tom Ferry, like, know, and trust. Yeah. Okay, great. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Which, which are, which are you? Are you a closer or are you an organic? Um, well, I'm, I'm a newer agent and I'm feeling like it's hard for me to not be authentic. So sometimes scripting, I'm, I, I can memorize a script, no problem. And I can go through it, but I, I definitely feel like I like to lean more organic, um, I want it to be true to the person and how it feels in the moment. So I think that is so smart because I, you know, people are over the overproduced video. I was yeah. my last broker before EXP. Oh, I want to get you in a room with production. I'm like, that is not me at all. So stay <laughs> true to yourself. Even Krista has that, that, um, the girl that does the, uh, I can't remember what it's called where she watches your video and tells you what to tweak that and kind of bring yourself out. Sure. Yeah. So as long as you're comfortable doing it, that's gold. Because awesome. people people resonate with that. I've had yeah, many people. Awesome. Oh, sorry. No, you first. I just wanted to piggyback off of Jessica. Um, I also take the organic route also because I get like a lot of my leads from social media. And I'm like a little person. I have I show my real personality on social media. So a lot of times I feel like when people come to me and we have like that initial buyer's consultation, they're looking for the same Adriana that they they seen on social media. So like when you kind of switch it up and you go from like your real raw self on social media to a scripted robot, like in a buyer's consultation, I think it's it kind of you immediate. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean, I'm organic. I'll throw a couple of jokes in there, here and there. Like I'm making it, I make it very personable. So I try to give the person exactly what they see on social media, you know, throughout the whole entire process. And I think that's how I connect and kind of seal the deal with my clients. Super smart. Hunter. I'll piggyback on the end of that. I don't, I don't think overproduced social media does anything good anymore. Um, I used to run a multi-million dollar marketing firm where we used to just pump out the pretty, beautiful, amazing branded content. And it did enough to keep engagement throughout the years. But the best video we ever did was me getting bored one day and saying, hey, to one of the content creators and saying, grab a phone, watch me pump up this bike that has a flat tire that's been sitting in our garage for way too long. I'm going to grab the uh, production manager and we're going to ride this bike up the street and deliver a, a group of business cards that uh, belongs to one of our clients just up the street. And it took about 45 minutes. It garnered almost 11,000 views and we booked 16 website appointments that month wow. because of it. Because everyone nice. said, 
we love them. They're super fun. And it was just me, 16 years old, my 21 year old project manager and us riding this very, very orange, ridiculous bicycle, uh, very unsafely down the streets of downtown Spokane with a box of business cards in our hands. <laughs> and it, it was grainy. It was pixelated. It was choppy. It, the phone fell out of our hand one time and it still was just the most miraculous thing we ever did. Um, since build, I have been just doing regular posts that again are grainy and pixelated because I bought a cheap iPhone with a bad camera and people love it. And it's just not complicated. We just have to get over our ego when it comes to posting about. Oh, that's it. 100%. Get over yourself. I tell people I used to be young, skinny and blonde. (laughs) None of those (laughs) things anymore. (laughs) And if you can and smile, you got to smile in your video. And I, I, I have a lender that posts a ton of video, but I'll text him. I'll like, smile more because he's a great guy, but his personality isn't coming across. So I if you don't even I still haven't figured out how to do a proper cover on my TikTok videos. And so it's always like me blinking like a dork, you know, <laughs> yeah. and, and I'm, I'm just like, I know that there's a way to fix this. But at this point, like my my whole TikTok is just me blinking like a dork. And it's like kind of cute and adorable. Like, I think it's part of my charm. <laughs> what is your what is your TikTok, Hunter? Shouldn't I know that? Like, let me take a look. I know. Isn't that funny? Now uh, I'm intrigued. I need to go look you up. I had about, oh, I had just under a thousand followers on TikTok and then Joe Rogan freaked me out and I deleted it. And now I'm rebuilding it. Cause then Tom Ferry was interviewing the Levi sells Dallas dude. And um, he's like, you've mastered YouTube. Now go master TikTok. So I went back on. <laughs> at hunter mckay real estate i should probably change it to home hunting with hunter so it matches my other shit but at this point it's at hunter mckay real estate got it and like there are days where i definitely need to shave other days where i've had a perfect haircut because it was in the morning sometimes i look a little bit stoned you know it just kind of depends <laughs> and i don't think i am but i might be i live in washington it's free here <laughs> <laughs> But it's real, you know, that's the that's the best part. Yep. So we're good. It's 830. Anybody have anything else? Thank you for letting me do this. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Okay, I will email everybody. And um, I'll also shoot this over to Autumn so she can post it in the group and so everybody can pick and choose. And then when everybody else is done with the series, then I can go back and And uh, add mine, add more to mine. (laughs) If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.